Good morning. This is Shelly, your mouthy mama at Talking Trash and Truths. And it is Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. It is election day. I'm up super early because I have an appointment later, but I also wanted to get things kicked off and tell everybody just encourage you to get out there and let your voice matter cast your vote you know it doesn't matter if you vote democrat or republican or independent or if you write somebody in get out there and do it this is it's your right yes but it's a privilege it's something that you know when i was a kid i couldn't wait i was thrilled that I would get to vote one day. It was just such an amazing thing to me to have my voice as part of the conversation. It never occurred to me that my voice might not matter. It just didn't. You can call it naivete or whatever, but I knew my voice mattered and I knew taking it away was almost like an injustice it was me not supporting you know my fellow americans as corny as that sounds my community my family my friends my own self my interests my kids you know it's not it's not that you're going there and you're, oh, i'm gonna pick whoever yeah i guess that's one way you could vote if you just don't give a shit, you know, what happens. But if you go there informed and you pick who you pick, at least you know you have reasons to stand behind that person. If somebody asks you and you tell them who you voted for and they have something to say about it, give them your reasons. Don't do the blame game. Don't say I voted for them because they didn't do what your people did. I'm so tired of that argument. I'm tired of everybody hating on one another. I was raised a Democrat from literally birth. I don't think we even have Republican groups to belong to in Hoboken. The yuppies might, but I don't know if the, the born and raised people do. I know we have the young Dems. We have the Dems Baseball League. We have the Dems Little League. We have like all Dem stuff. And what happened to me when I went on YouTube and started making friends? Everybody that I admired, who treated me well, and who were just very in touch with reality, they were all Republican. Or at least they were anti-authority or, you know, like maybe not anti-Democrat, but just not Democrat. Or not leftist. We could think of it that way if you want to think of right and left instead. A lot of them are very middle of the road to right leaning. But I don't think I've come across any like extremists. That's. That's the ones, or those are the ones that you hear from. 
you know, they're the ones that cast this long shadow over their own, you know, party. So much to the point where the party doesn't really stand for what they stand for. They stand for something so out there. Like these super woke leftists. I, I always thought I was liberal leaning. Now I don't know. I really don't. I don't think I am because I'm not up for all that. Let's hold hands in Kumbaya and we all got to accept every single thing as progress because, you know, progress. No, I like tradition. I'm a traditional kind of girl. Do I curse like a sailor and, you know, like know every dirty joke known to man? Sure. Can I say the most vulgar terms without even coming up with a slight tint of a blush? Sure. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. No, but I am very traditional. I am very old-fashioned. I don't believe that I'm stronger than a man. I believe I'm stronger than some men. And those are men who, one, don't mess with me. And two, I don't respect. If I have to protect you, that's a problem. I want the provider. And see, that I am very traditional, but I am also not traditional in that my provider can be male or female as long as they're in charge. As long as they love me, they're good to me, they protect me. Same with my kids. You know, I will give them everything I've got. I will literally, literally turn the world upside down for them if they need that. I'm the home, the hearth, the heart. This is where everybody you know, should be coming for comfort, you know, for solace. That's what I grew up wanting. I wanted that American dream where I had an amazing husband who, you know, he worked all day, but he made time for me and made time for our kids. And we had tons of kids and, you know, we had dogs and cats and fucking rabbits and whatever. Like we had land and a house and we had neighbors, but they were like distant, you know, like not right next door because I like my privacy. I also don't like visitors. So if they're too close, they feel the need to like, just walk over. No, no, you stay over there. Like half a mile is a good neighbor. Like if I could wave to you and just barely see you wave back, that's awesome. And I want, you know, land for my animals to like run around and do stuff. And I don't want traffic in front of my house because I don't want, you know, the chance of one of my kids or, you know, my, my fur babies getting hit. And I know I went off on a tangent, but you know, we'll, we'll circle back. My main thing is I'm old fashioned. I believe the woman should stay home and raise the family 
and take care of the house. And when there's no kids at home, well, maybe there's something else you could do, you know, have a business or whatever. But I agree that it's a very bad thing to send your wife out to work to be beholden to another person, usually a man. I don't think that's smart. I've seen way, way too many bosses take advantage of their um, employees in varying ways. Some for their, you know, professional acumen and <laughs> some for their personal attributes that they found, you know, appealing. And I've seen really good people get tempted and fall. I never did that at work. I, I never, I, well, my grandmother used to always very nicely say, don't shit where you eat. And I had another friend whose grandmother used to say that. And it's true. Don't shit where you eat. Just, you just don't do that. It makes things too difficult. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Don't pick a fish you work with. But I mean, I've seen married people succumb. I've seen the most religious, devout people completely fall to the temptation. And it's not worth it. It's really not. My husband and I, when we got divorced, we... We talked a lot and analyzed a lot of why our marriage didn't work. And I've always said, yeah, we're, we're both at fault. We were both either too much or lacking, but we were, we were young. It was like, we had no experience with this. We both had like either no relationships or bad relationships. So we were coming, you know, from very hurtful places, very lonely places. And it made us a little desperate, you know, desperate for a connection. And when you're desperate like that, you don't make connections. But when we got divorced, I, we still lived together for like a year because my daughter needed surgeries and, you know, we weren't together, but we were still, you know, there for her. And we spent a year talking about stuff. And at one point I was like, you know, I know I did everything I possibly could. And maybe that was the bad part because maybe I should have conceded earlier. Maybe I should have said, you know what? We're not a good fit and we're never going to be a good fit. So let's just, you know, cut our losses and move on. No, every, I took everything emotionally and it was the end of the world. And it was very, it felt very high school and very grown at the same time. And I don't know, like uh, a lot of our problem was expectation and I don't know, this confusion about roles because I was the one who worked, you know, I, he didn't work for the first two years of our marriage because he chose not to. 
you know, he said that living where I lived, where he lived with me in an urban area, was very um, anxiety-inducing for him. Like he he couldn't he couldn't handle it, and that's okay, you know. So he didn't. But I got resentful because he was talking to people online and drinking. And so I started, you know, working more because he didn't want me. He didn't want me at home. He didn't want me in bed. He didn't want me anywhere because he wasn't, you know, being a man. He didn't feel like a man. I didn't really see him as a man. And I was going to work more and more because my boss was like, I need you. Oh. So my boss needed me. My husband didn't. So where did I go? I went to where I felt most fulfilled, where I had a purpose. I went to work. I would go to work 7 o'clock in the morning and not come home till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Come in, barely say a word to him. Go to bed, get up, take a shower, go back to work. And I'd work these hours Monday through Friday. And I'd even go in on a Saturday or a Sunday. Oh, I have profit loss to do. I always had something to do. But it was my escape. And it was me building a nest egg so that maybe we could, like, get a house. Because he loved spending my money. He just didn't like making money. You know, and I, I couldn't save. He was always buying something, you know, some kind of you know, computer that he was going to put together himself or a new DVD player or region-free DVD player. And back then, all this shit was expensive. So I had to work a lot. I made good money, but damn. Like, he could spend. And he did. I even paid for his apartment when he moved out. Ain't that a bitch? While well, he moved out and cheated on me with his ex-girlfriend and a whole bunch of girls that he loved to tell me about. But I digress. Um, yeah, the thing was, I worked. I worked all the time. That gave me the power. And trust me, I... I acted like I was the one with all the power. I was the man in the relationship, and I've never resented anybody more than I resented my husband for making me in charge. I didn't want to be in charge in our marriage. I wanted to be a wife. You know, I wanted to be that warm, soft, wet, welcoming woman that you come home to and you sink into and where you find your comfort and, you know, you can, I don't know, satiate your hunger. Somebody you could devour. I wanted to be devoured by my husband. I wanted him to need need me enough that he just wanted me. Like, stupidly wanted me. Like, 
irrationally. And I don't think it's bad to want that. I think it's good to, you know, want to be desired by the person you desire. And I did. I desired him. I didn't love him like I think he thought I did. I mean, I was never in love with him. But like I've said many times, it's, I've never fallen in love easily. I love very easily. I don't even have to meet you to love you. I could have a like text conversation with you and somehow you wind up in my heart. But in love, I've only ever been in love. Not even one handful of times. Two times that I can say definitely. And the third time that I wish I didn't. I really wish I didn't. But we were talking about the election. And the whole reason that I got into the talk about traditions and whatever, I am a traditional type girl. And I've made decisions. And your decisions matter. Your votes matter. It matters what you want, what you say, who you support. I don't care what party you belong to. I don't care what side you lean on. I care that you're honest. I care that you put others. I guess not ahead of yourself, but that you put others on equal footing with you. Like the world doesn't revolve around you. So maybe vote with other people in mind. You know, do I expect you to go against your own, you know, self-interest? No, no, that's stupid to think that. I would never think that. But do think of other people as well. You don't live in a vacuum. You don't live in a bubble. Get out, help people. You know, think about who you're putting into office. Think about who they're going to target. And if you're okay with that, if you're okay with their methods, with their policies, with their prejudices, and I don't want to hear it. It doesn't matter what party you belong to. You're all biased for something. Everybody has a personal agenda. Everybody has a personal prejudice. Even the most anti-racist person, they have some deep-seated resentment towards somebody that colors their mind and opinion in anything regarding them or their nationality or their ethnicity or the color of their hair. It doesn't matter, but it's there. They may not realize it. They may not acknowledge it. They may not even be aware that they have it, but it's there. And I find it really, really hypocritical for anyone to bitch about 
oh, you, you're all racist. You're all prejudiced. You're sexist. You're this, you're that. When you're saying it out of one side of your mouth and out of the other side of your mouth, you're literally targeting those people that you're saying those other people are targeting. Like you're for all women, unless that woman doesn't share your opinion, then she's an idiot and she's, you know, you know, misogynist and she's sexist and whatever. Like, I, I don't, I don't like the run with me or you're the enemy mentality. More than one opinion gets to exist at a time. There's room in the world for all opinions. If you think you're right, great, go, go think you're right. But don't try to force it down my throat. I'm not trying to make you live the way I live. In fact, the less we interact or have anything to do with one another, the better. That's why I stay by myself. Because I don't want to have to explain myself to anybody. Oh, you should get out more. You should mind your fucking business. Oh, you know, you should make your son go out with his friends more. Again, you should mind your fucking business. Do I come to your house and give you advice on how to live? No. And I have bitch face all the time. So I don't know why people think it's okay to just come to me and say, oh, you know what? You should, how about you should shut the fuck up? There's that. We have that option. I like that option. I vote for that one. I vote for you to put your nose in your own damn business. And I've, I've gone off on people for it. I had one lady tell me, oh, your daughter, she should. And I turned around and said, you're talking about my daughter? How about your daughter? Why don't you tell your daughter to stop jumping on every dick she fucking finds? Why don't you tell your daughter to stop being a hoe? Oh, you can't because at her age, you were worse. Do you do you even figure out who her father was? Or are you still blaming that same dude that we all know isn't really her father? Like, And these are conversations I've had. You know, I'm a very observant person and I don't forget shit. And... People tell me things and puzzle pieces fall into place. I won't tell you that I figured things out, but I figure things out. And then I go and I make sure that I'm right before I say anything, if I ever say anything, which most of the time I won't. But if you're going to mess with me, I'm going to air all your dirty laundry and you'd be surprised the amount of crap I have on everybody. And I don't forget. So it doesn't matter how long ago I learned it. It's still in there. Ready to go. Hot presses. There we go. Hot, what do they say? Hot off the presses. <sighs> but I don't like being that person. I will. I will thoroughly be that person. I will hang you out to dry if you fuck with me. But for the most part, I stay out of your business. I have all this information about people. I don't want to know any of it. I don't. I don't want to know any of it. Because these are still people I have to look in the eye at the end of the day. 
And I look at them and I'm like, wow, you talk a lot of shit for somebody who did, 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 did. and in my head, I have a running tally of all the things that you fucked up. And now you're trying to tell me how to live. Are you crazy? Like, what is wrong with you? It's like, tell me. He goes to jail for murder. Now, mind you, yeah, we've, we've been best friends since I'm 18, well, 17 years old, but he goes to jail for murder, has the nerve to get on the phone and start telling me that I'm living wrong and I'm on the wrong path and Jesus doesn't like what you're doing, Michelle. I got my nipples pierced. He yelled at me. Why would you do that? You're desecrating God's temple. Listen, bitch. We have had sex. You have desecrated this temple of God many, many, many ways. Many, many, many times. Now it fucking bothers you? I went, I got a tattoo again. How could you desecrate God's temple like that? I can't believe you would get one of those. Those are like, those are tramp stamps. They're like, they're ink for whores. And blah, blah, blah. Like he had this whole freaking list. Mind you, he has tattoos. And he's just going on and on and on and on. And I was like, wow. I said, you really think like I did wrong by getting this tattoo? Like it was very against God. And he was like, well, yeah. It was like, you couldn't have made it. Like, I think he tried to say something like debauchery or whatever. And he just fucked it up because he's stupid. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, then you're really not going to like that. I fucked the tattoo guy to get it for free. I didn't, but he didn't know that. And he, he just went like apoplectic. He was, but you're bitching at me. You had nipple piercings. You have tattoos. And you were the biggest man whore I've ever met. The biggest liar I've ever met. And oh, which of the two of us is sitting in fucking jail forever? not me and yet he felt the need to <laughs> lecture me on morality fuck out of here i can't with these people so like this is what i'm saying don't listen to stupid people don't let stupid people influence you even though you love them even though they mean so much somebody can mean something to you they can mean the world to you and their opinion be absolute crap. They can have the worst takes ever. So don't listen to them. Go with your own conscience. I think about what I want. Yes, I want to put America first. I want us to take care of us. Fuck all these other countries. Why do we keep inserting ourselves in the business of other people? You're sending billions upon billions upon billions to the Ukraine. It was nice in the beginning that we wanted to help them. Now it's a little ridiculous. Because you're not taking care of us. We have to pay all these student loans, but you're giving all this friggin' equipment and money and whatever to a country that's never going to give you shit back. 
What the hell? You have people homeless, dying, starving, freezing here. Struggling every day, killing themselves because death is preferable to not being able to make it paycheck to paycheck. That's a pretty sad friggin' state. And America has the means to lift everybody up. But we keep giving our shit to everybody else. Why? Are we the world's piggy bank? Like, is that what we are? We're just their ATM? You need money here. You need weapons here. You need food here. When we need, who the fuck comes to our aid? Who helps us? The only time people help us is if it works for their agenda or they have an interest rate behind it. So when you think about this election, you got to think about what you want. What do I want? I want us to put Americans first. I want the government to get the hell out of my business. Stay off my phone. Stay out of my DMs. Stay out of my videos. I want these platforms to stop censoring us. Stop telling us, oh, you can't talk about that. Oh, you gotta fuck again. No, I don't want you to talk about that. Oh, that's different. I have a right to talk about it. You have a right to not like it and turn it off, but you don't have a right to remove it. You don't have a right to silence it. That's what I want. I want to say what I want to fucking say. I want to be the master of my own destiny. If I'm never going to get married again or never going to be loved again, if I'm going to deteriorate and become less and less of a person, less and less of myself, well, again, I want to be in charge of that. I want to control my fate. I don't want anybody coming in and telling me I can or can't do something. If I want to smoke a joint because my back is killing me, then I'm going to smoke a joint. You can have an opinion all day long. I don't give a fuck. If I want to lay in bed for a day or two because I just cannot face the world, that's my choice. Is it healthy? No. But guess what? I'm not mentally healthy. Much like the rest of this country, the rest of the world, I am fundamentally broken. This bullshit of the last three years has broken me. First, the pandemic bullshit. Then the election bullshit. And then, and I'm not giving an opinion on either one. All I'm saying is they existed. So I cannot get penalized for saying they existed. That's a fact. There was a pandemic. 
there was a lockdown. There was an election. There was a lot of drama and trauma and issues and upset and unanswered questions. And it just feels like we've been pummeled over the last three years nonstop. It's like being in the most abusive, toxic relationship. And that's been life. And I don't want that. I want out of that relationship. I want it to change. And the only one who's going to change it is me. The only person who can change your life is you. And you should. Make the decisions that change your life. When it comes to this election, all I'm thinking about is this country needs to put this country first. I am going to vote my conscience according to the topics and according to the interests that these, you know, these candidates say they're going for. Don't let fear rob you of your right to vote. Don't be afraid you voted for the wrong person. Vote the way you want. And you don't have to tell anybody. It's nobody's business how you vote. That is the most personal thing you can do for this country. Is cast your vote. You don't have to share the details of your vote. That's all you. I wrote a little list of the things. What do I want? I want autonomy. I want to worry about the USA. I want the government to mind their own damn business. I want these tech companies to stop listening to my conversations and to get out of my head and stop reading my texts or whatever that tell them, oh, she's looking for this. Let's give her a bunch of advertisements about that. When it was a private conversation and now suddenly Facebook is telling me that, look, that thing that I wanted and couldn't find, it's right here. That's extremely disturbing. Stop it. I want an end to this war. I, I don't want World War III looming over my head. I don't want to have daydreams and nightmares about nuclear war because I'm, I'm too old to run. I literally will sit here and be like, bring it. Um, and then be dead. Just be dead. Just be flambe and dead. Um, I want, I want lower prices. I want lower inflation. Stop the inflation. Go back. The problem is we have inflation and then the prices stay that high. But the cost of living doesn't stay that high. They're like, oh no, Inf the inflation's over. Yes, but everything's still inflated. And it'll stay that way until the next inflation. I want abundant fuel. I want lower fuel prices. I want us to get more power in the world without being shims about it. Because lately, we have been making the worst decisions. 
when did we become everybody else's little bitch boy? That, again, disturbing. Stop it. I want respect. Not just as a person. I want to respect the people that are in charge of my country. And I don't. I have no, no respect for these people. I have absolutely no confidence in them. I don't believe in our leaders at all. And I really wish I did. I really, really wish I did. Because I really need somebody to believe in. Somebody to respect. I don't want to put you on a pedestal. Anybody that's ever talked to me knows I hate that pedestal bullshit. Because pedestals, number one, it removes them from everybody else and creates distance. Two, they're unsteady as fuck. And three, once you tip over, there is no stopping that fall. And it's a hard fall. It is unrecoverable. And you will never get up on a pedestal again. So your pedestals, I don't, I don't go for them. You want me to feel a certain way about you, you earn it. I'm willing to work for trust and respect. I don't see why other people aren't willing to do the same. <sighs> What's the next thing on my list? Stop being extreme. Yeah. Um, all these, these activists who, they just, they just want too much. It's too much, too far, too fast. It's too much. Like, we're not trying to create this bohemian, hedonistic, no rules whatsoever, chaotic, dystopian world that they're pushing us toward. You know, we want unity. We want harmony. We want peace. They want excitement and flair and drama. And it's just, I, I just want quiet please. I just want to live my life. I don't want to answer to anybody else. I don't want people monitoring my speech or my actions. I don't want to be censored. I'm not a child. Nobody took care of these things when I was a child. I'll be good goddamned if I'm going to let somebody monitor me now. I'm almost 50 years old. Fuck you. Mainly, that's, that's my goal. Mind your own goddamn business. I'll mind my business happily. Happily. I will mind my own business. And I hope the government does the same. And everybody else. But in the meantime, here we are. It's election day. Governors, senators, board, you know, board of education, all different elections. But everybody's got something going on. Do yourself the favor. Don't do it for anybody but you. Get out. Go vote. Vote your conscience. 
vote for your own interests. Think about other people. And just try to be a decent person. Add to your community. Add positivity to your community. If your community is of two people or 2,000, I don't care. Be positive in someone's life. Be a force for good. That's not necessarily a force for change. Be a force for good. For growing. For being better. Improve yourself. Improve others. Help others. But most of all, do the thing that I tell my kids to do. When you're going to make a decision, when you're going to interact with someone, when you're going to leave your home to face the world, when you're going to go online to share your opinions, in all things, please be kind. Please be kind. You have no idea how much people need a little kindness. You could save someone with just a little gesture, a word. Don't be a dick. Be decent. Show the world that you're not a piece of shit. Show the world that you deserve good things too because you're willing to put good out there. Balance. It's all about the balance. Anyway, I need coffee and I need to go get my Ricada dose since I told him to get his butt onto the stream and he did. So now I got to go back. But I wanted to post this before, you know, Everybody started running out to cast their votes. Now you've heard it. Now run out. Cast your vote. Make your voice heard. I'm going to go out in about an hour and cast mine. So I will see you all in the funny papers. Do the things. Click that like. Subscribe. Continue to follow. I can't do this without you. Without you, I'm talking to nothing. And I'm not making any difference in the world. And that's something I can't live with. So I love you all. Be careful out there. And I will see you in the funny papers. Bye-bye.